because we want to be in a position of control and not allow our emotions to get the best of us. So how do we do this? Well, what we're going to talk about today is using a process of awareness, curiosity, and questions. When we get super triggered by something that our teenager does, there's a good chance that at the root of that trigger, it's not about them at all. But what's happening is an action that they did, we attach that to a particular emotion within ourselves. And I think we all know that being triggered never feels good. But without the awareness about what really may be going on, It results in our emotions taking over rational thoughts. And when our emotions are the driver in our relationship with our teens and really in our relationship with anybody, we tend to respond or to react rather than respond. So we react with emotion rather than responding rationally. And that's when we get in conflicts. That's when there's arguments. That's when doors slam and someone walks away. It's almost impossible to listen what another person has to say when we ourselves feel emotionally charged. So we're in our own way. And so if we're being really honest with ourselves and we're open to the idea that some of our triggers might be about us and not them, it can go a long way and not closing that gap between you and your teenager. Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hi, parents. It is Renee, teen life coach and parent partner. I'm so glad you are here for another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about triggers. Have you ever had your buttons pushed or been triggered by something your teens said or did? You don't have to answer that. I think I already know the answer. If you're a parent of a teen, the answer is yes. So you might be triggered by something like an eye roll, them spending too much time in their room, them being on their iPad or electronics too much, right? You might be triggered by their attitude towards you when they're little angels to everybody else and to their friends. You might be triggered by them not helping around the house or not responding in a timely manner to your text or your calls. Whatever that may be that pushes your buttons, there is always a reason why our buttons get pushed. So the question is, is that reason about your teenager or is it about you? And that's what we're going to talk about on this episode. So a lot of times things that trigger us now as an adult were set in place many years ago, sometimes like way back to our childhood, that really has nothing to do with our teenagers. And so the question is, where did these triggers come from? How do they manage them? Because we want to be in a position of control and not allow our emotions to get the best of us. So how do we do this? Well, what we're going to talk about today is using a process of awareness, curiosity, and questions. 
When we get super triggered by something that our teenager does, there's a good chance that at the root of that trigger, it's not about them at all. But what's happening is an action that they did, we attach that to a particular emotion within ourselves. And I think we all know that being triggered never feels good. But without the awareness about what really may be going on, it results in our emotions taking over rational thoughts. And when our emotions are the driver in our relationship with our teens and really in our relationship with anybody, we tend to respond or to react rather than respond. So we react with emotion rather than responding rationally. And that's when we get in conflicts. That's when there's arguments. That's when doors slam and someone walks away. When we are reacting versus responding, we also aren't listening. It's almost impossible to listen what another person has to say when we ourselves feel emotionally charged. So we're in our own way. And so there are some steps we can take when we find ourselves getting triggered. Now, it might take some practice, but I will tell you that it does work. So number one, we talk about awareness. So I'm going to talk about physical awareness, right? Because we all know that when we're being triggered, there are generally some physical feelings. It generally doesn't come out of nowhere. You might feel your heart racing. You might get a pit in your stomach. Your breathing might become rapid or you find yourself holding your breath. Generally, there are some physical clues that your buttons are being pushed, that you are being triggered. So when we can recognize those physical, those physical cues, when we have that awareness, we can take a moment, we can breathe, we can maybe walk away, just walk into another room, step outside, grab something to drink, a glass of water or a tea or just something to distract us from those physical feelings that you can kind of feel it, right? When you're getting triggered, you can feel your emotions starting. And then when it comes to that emotional awareness piece, we do this through curiosity. So you might have to do this after the fact, and that's okay. But once you kind of know, okay, there is there is physical, what's the physical cues? And then what's happened emotionally, right? So we do this through questions. So number one, and here's a few questions you can ask yourself. How emotionally sensitive am I to this situation? Whether this situation is a door slam, a grunt, being ignored, a specific action, disrespect. So how emotionally sensitive are you to that situation? And what, what does this look like? Can you pinpoint the actual emotion you're feeling as you're getting triggered? Are you angry? Are you sad? Are you hurt? Are you frustrated? Like what is the emotion, right? So this piece here is about getting curious and having that emotional awareness. Physically, we can feel it, but what's the emotional? Like what's really going on? And then you can ask yourself the question, is this about them or is it about me? So your initial response, when we get triggered, our initial response is generally that it's about them. It's their fault. It's their fault. I feel this way. It's about their behavior. But here's where you want to really get curious is what's going on because, again, it may or may not be about them. It really, a lot of our triggers as adults have are rooted in our past, in our own past, way before we had teenagers. And so you will then want to follow up with questions like, hmm, what is my interpretation of that behavior that pushed my buttons that's causing me to react? What is my interpretation 
of whatever happened, of that situation? Is there another way for me to look at this situation? And then, and here's a really important one. Where is this coming from? Is there something unresolved from my past that I'm attaching to this situation or to this action that the other person said or did, right? Really, really important questions when you get curious. And again, I'm going to go through them real quick. How emotionally sensitive am I to this situation? Can I pinpoint the emotion I'm feeling? So if I'm angry, okay, is this about them or about me? Like in the moment, it's about them because you're triggered by something someone else does generally, right? But the curious piece is, is this really about them or is this about me? Or is it my interpretation? What's my interpretation of the other person's action or situation that's causing me to react? Is there another way of looking at it? Is there another way that I can look at this situation? Where is this coming from? Like, is there something unresolved in my past that I'm attaching to this situation? So maybe if you're being ignored, your teenager ignores you or you feel ignored and you maybe don't even have the full story, but maybe that goes way back to the past. Maybe you didn't always feel acknowledged or validated when you were younger. Maybe you felt ignored when you were younger, right? And that's just an example. It could be anything. So what am I attaching to it? And so it might take a little time and it might take some deep thought to really get to the root of why it is this particular situation triggers you. Why this particular situation really pushes your buttons. But if you're open to whatever comes of these questions and recognize that a lot of times it does go back to us, it goes back to something in our past that we maybe need to address, come to grips with, let go, resolve, because it's impacting our relationship with our teenager today. Now, I'm not saying this is always the case. Sometimes our kids do just trigger us and it is about them. But a lot of times triggers that we have as an adult go way back to our past and we just don't think about it because we're so used to it, right? So if we're being really honest with ourselves and we're open to the idea that some of our triggers might be about us and not them, it can go a long way and not closing that gap between you and your teenager. So once we have a little bit of awareness around the situation and we've kind of dug into it a little bit, then we can kind of mentally prepare or even practice how we want to show up next time that same situation occurs. So when raising teens, that's something that we really want to focus on is how we show up because you don't want to do anything to inadvertently widen the connection or communication gap between you and your teenager because we always want to be their soft place to fall, right? So by recognizing our own triggers, it allows us to control the piece of the relationship that we are truly in control of, right? We can't control what our teenager thinks, says, does. We can't control how they react, but we can control how we show up, right? That's the one piece we do. Even though we don't always feel in control of our own emotions, that is the one piece we control. And the bottom line is um, we're teaching through modeling. Number one, we are teaching our kids. They're watching us. They watch everything we do. They hear everything we, they, we say, even if they don't respond. So they are watching us and they are learning from us and we are modeling for them. That's one piece of it. 
piece of it, but it's just about feeling good, being triggered, having your buttons pushed, that never feels good. And again, when our emotions get the best of us, that's when that communication gap can widen between us and our teenagers. And it's already it's already um, a tenuous period where kids are striving for independence. So they're already pushing us away to some extent, which is totally normal, but we don't want to widen that gap. We do want to be their soft place to fall. And we want to be in control of our emotions because it doesn't feel good when we're not. And so as far as triggers going, our own triggers, our own button pushing, it's really... It's an exercise in looking within, is there something here that's more about me than about them? So the next time a situation occurs, we don't widen that gap and we are able to respond rather than react emotionally, which is always going to feel better for us. Like it doesn't feel good to be angry and frustrated and mad and have our buttons pushed like that just doesn't feel good. And so, yeah, so this is about triggers. We all have them. And so no judgment allowed. And it's just about doing a little bit of that inside work to see if some of the things that you have conflict with your teen about teen over that, you know, trigger you. It's a little bit of research and exploration into that. And it can be really, really powerful. And so that's that. That is this episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. I hope this was helpful. And um, join me in my Facebook group if you're not already there. I am going to be opening a Mighty Networks group, which was actually going to be um, paid, a paid platform, but at a lower price point where I'm going to offer group, just open weekly group coaching, where you can actually hop on and get your questions answered. And we have real conversations like this in real time uh, that is in the works, not quite there yet. But I would love to have you in my Facebook group if you're not already there. And the link is in the comments. And if you haven't already, I would love a review on Apple's if you thought this was helpful. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.